0: Hello, this is Anviti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 30th of May. The Uttarakhand and Punjab Special Task Force on Monday arrested four people from Nayagaon area in Dehradun in connection with Siddu Muzewala murder case, The Quint reported. According to NDTV, one of the suspects was hiding among the pilgrims who were a part of the Hemkund Sahib Yatra when the STF detained him. The suspects are now being taken to Punjab. The Punjab STF received information that the accused were in Dehradun, after which they contacted the Uttarakhand STF. A blockade was imposed in the Nayagaon area from Monday afternoon. Singer and Congress leader Sidhu Muzewala's murder was allegedly planned in Prison number no. 8 at the Harjil in Delhi, ANI reported. The same report has claimed that the Delhi police traced a phone number that led them to Mohammed Shahrukh. Shahrukh is a convict who was using a messaging app to communicate with Canada-based gangster Goldie Brar. In a Facebook post, Brar has claimed responsibility for the killing of Musewala, though no official statement from investigators have come up in this regard. Punjab DGP VK Bhavra told the media that Musewala's manager, Shaganpreet's name, had come up in the murder of Vicky Middukhera, a youth Akali Dal leader, last year. In a social media post put up by Brar, Musewala's murder appeared to be a revenge for Middukhera's death, NDTV reported. The 27-year-old leader was on the radar of gangsters for a long time. Six people have reportedly been detained in connection with the murder. Sidhu's father has demanded for the probe through a sitting judge of the High Court, handing over the investigations to CBI or NIA. He has also demanded to fix the responsibility of officers who leaked letters about the withdrawal of security. Now the Chief Minister of Punjab, Bhagwant Mann, has agreed to all these demands, Times of India reported. Shubdeep Singh Sidhu, most popularly known by his stage name Siddhumu Sevala, left his residence at 4.30pm on 29th May in a jeep. Along the way, a vehicle obstructed their path and started shooting. Musewala was in the driver's seat. Eight people attacked the singer's car using AK-94 rifles. Thirty empty shells were recovered from the scene. The singer and leader was then rushed to a nearby hospital where he was declared dead upon arrival, the DGP informed. This attack came just a day after the Punjab CM Bhagwantman decided to reduce the security of 424 people, including Musawala. This step was taken in order to tone down the prevalent VIP culture, NDTV reported. Farmer leader Rakesh Tikath was attacked with a microphone and then ink was thrown at him at a press meet in Bengaluru today, NDTV reported. Protesters barged in on a press conference being addressed by the farmer leader Tikath on 30th May to obstruct the proceedings. Visuals from the incident showed a man approaching Tiketh and hitting him with a microphone placed before him. Another man then threw ink at him. bhartiya Kisan Union leader Rakesh Tiketh had organised a press conference in Bangalore to speak about a sting operation which was conducted by a regional channel. In that operation, Karnataka farmer leader Kodihalli Chandra Shekhar was allegedly caught asking for money. Tikat stressed on the need for appropriate actions when an argument took place and black ink was thrown at him. After the incident, both sides started attacking each other with plastic chairs at the venue. Following the attack, Tikat accused the BJP for causing the violence. According to ANI, he said and I quote, No security was provided by the local police here. This has been done in collusion with the government. Unquote. Kisan Ekta Morcha put out a statement condemning the attack. They said, and I quote, We strongly condemn the cowardly attack on Rakesh Tikat in Karnataka. Such attacks are happening only to break our spirits. Some people are not able to digest the victory of farmers in the farmer protest. The self-esteem of farmers is being hurt, against which we shall protest. Unquote. Rakesh Tikat came into the spotlight while he was one of the most vocal leaders during the farm law protests in Delhi. A day after the Nitish Kumar-led Janta Dal United picked former Jharkhand lawmaker Khiru Mahato for the Sabha seat over Union Minister R.C.P. Singh, the Bihar Chief Minister has said R.C.P. had been given all opportunities along the way, Hindustan Times reported. He said, and I quote, he is with us since he was an IAS officer. He has been sent to the Rajya Sabha twice. He was also made the party's president and is currently a minister in the central government. So he has got all these opportunities. Unquote. After the nomination list, RCP Singh had said, and I quote At present, the party and our leader, Nitish Kumar, have not asked me to step down from my post of union minister. My current tenure as Rajya Sabha comes to an end on July 6. I will go to New Delhi and meet Prime Minister Narendra Modi. His decision would be final. He has the special privilege to retain me as a union minister. Unquote. Times Now reported. GDU decided not to send RCP Singh to the Sabha for a third consecutive term, PTI reported. Instead, Jharkhand State President and former MLA Khiru was declared as the party's official candidate for the seat. Khiru was the party MLA from Jharkhand's Mandu seat from 2005 to 2009. RCP Singh was the only minister from the JDU to be a part of the Narendra Modi cabinet. A report by The Hindu stated that JDU's decision to not re-nominate Singh is being seen as distrust between the party and BJP. BJP and JDU have been together since 1995, with the exception of a small break after 2014. JDU is clear that if the BJP brings back RCP Singh to keep his position in union cabinet, then the distrust between the two allies will grow. Listeners, we have multiple sources to get our news today. But until not very long ago, apart from the print media, our sole source of news was the state broadcaster Prasar Bharti, which runs Doordarshan and All India Radio. It is still an important source of news and information to significant sections of the population. However, all is not well at Prasar Bharti. Questions have been raised about the functioning of its leadership, especially the CEO, Shashi Shekhar Vempati. But who is Vempathy? How did a person who worked on Prime Minister Narendra Modi's 2014 election campaign rise to helming the Prasar Bharti? My colleague Basant Kumar reported on Vempathy's rise, how he has been running the organization and why he is under the scanner now. Read Basant's report titled, Is Prasar Bharti's CEO Letting His Allies Damage the State Broadcaster on Newslaundry.com? The piece is also available on hindi.newslaundry.com with the title, Yuvraj of Jungle Raj in Prasar Bharti, Shashi Shekhar Vempati Aur Unke Senapatiyo Ka samrajya. Listeners, if you like the work we do and want more in-depth investigations like this, do consider subscribing to News Laundry. Remember that we are able to deliver these reports free from corporate or government influence only because we don't depend on them for ads. Our journalism is funded by you our subscribers. So, if you aren't already a part of our ad-free system, subscribe by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plans begin from Rs. 300 a month. Shruti Sharma, Ankita Agarwal and Gamini Singla have secured the first, second and third rank respectively in the Civil Services Examination 2021, the results of which were announced by the Union Public Service Commission on Monday. NDTV reported. The topper, Shruti, is an alumnus of St. Stephen's College and Jawaharlal Nehru University. Shruti has been preparing for the UPSC civil services exam from Jamia Millia Islamia Residential Coaching Academy, the Indian Express reported. The civil services examination is conducted annually by the UPSC in three stages, preliminary, main and interview to select officers of the Indian Administrative Service, IAS, Indian Foreign Service, IFS, and the Indian Police Service, IPS, among others. Taking to Twitter, Prime Minister Narendra Modi congratulated all the successful candidates. He said, and I quote, Congratulations to all those who have cleared the Civil Services Main Examination 2021. My best wishes to these youngsters who are embarking on their administrative careers at an important time of India's development journey when we are marking Azadika Amrit Mahotsav. Unquote. The Delhi High Court has directed the Delhi police to hand over the status report in regards to the vandalism that took place at Arvind Kejriwal's residence in March, Barin Bench reported. A bench of acting Chief Justices, Vipin Sanghi and Sachin Datta, observed that as the status report directly relates to the security of the Chief Minister of Delhi, it would not like to disclose the details to the public, the New Indian Express reported. The bench said, and I quote, It concerns the security arrangement at CM Residence. In view of the aspects of his security, we are not inclined to share with the petitioner. However, we direct a copy of the status report be placed before the CM Secretariat in a sealed cover. The news report states the court telling Additional Solicitor General Sanjay Jain, and I quote, The whole issue concerns lapses. We have observed that there have been lapses, therefore the issue about disciplinary action should also be given. You will not redact anything. Give the entire report. The plea was regarding the act of vandalism that happened at the official residence of Delhi Chief Minister on 30th March. Members of Bharatiya Janta Yuva Morcha, youth wing of the Bharatiya Janta Party, had been offended due to Kejriwal's alleged controversial remarks on the movie The Kashmir Files. The angry mob had breached the barricades to reach the entrance of the house while destroying public property. A total of 21 bodies have been found so far by rescue teams from the crash site of a private plane in Nepal, an airport official said on Monday. Times of India reported, the crash site was found this morning, nearly 20 hours after the plane went missing. According to local authorities and media, no survivors have been found so far. The incident happened after a private plane carrying 22 people, including four Indian nationals, crashed into the mountainous regions of Nepal in the middle of a bad weather on 29th May. Bhadindra Pokhrel, spokesperson of Nepal Home Ministry said, and I quote, We suspect all the passengers on board the aircraft are dead. Our preliminary assessment shows that no one could have survived the plane crash, but official statement is due. Unquote. The ANI reported. The airline issued a list of passengers which identified four Indians as Ashok Kumar Tripathi, his wife Vabhvi Bandekar and their children Dhanush and Ritika. The family was based in Thane, near Mumbai. Times of India reported that the rescue operations were being carried on by a team of 15 Nepali army officers. The crash site lies at an elevation of about 14,500 feet, while the team was dropped at 11,000 meters height the search and rescue efforts had resumed on Monday morning, hours after a brief pause due to the issues faced by the teams in the Rocky Mountains and bad weather. Sudarshan Bartola, a spokesperson of Tara Air, the carrier of the crashed plane, said and I quote, as the bodies have been scattered over a 100 metre radius from the main impact point, the search and rescue team is collecting them, unquote. Hindustan Times reported. According to NDTV, the Mustang region where the crash took place is largely dry and arid. The world's deepest gorge that goes down three miles vertically between the Dholagiri and Annapurna mountains runs through this district. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow.